Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. Hi, I'm Alex Anders, and this is Bisexual Real Talk. Happy Pride Month, everybody! I had to do a video for that. And today, I got an email where in it, someone mentioned how people would say to them that bisexuals are complicated people. And I thought to myself, are bisexuals complicated people? Because certainly in the past, I've thought about, you know, bisexuals going through their second adolescence as being maybe a little too complicated for me to engage in right now. But let's actually talk about this. Are bisexuals complicated people? And before I get to that, I'll mention a couple of things. First off, there are chapters in this video if you're watching on YouTube. So it's in the description below. You can uh, skip ahead to the section you'd like to. And secondly, I enjoy doing things that no one else has done. And I've come up with something I'm very proud of. And that is, as an author, I've created something called my Love is Love collection, which I am launching during Pride Month. So what is that? Essentially what I'm doing is I'm creating a story as an author, one story, and then I'm going to tell that one romantic story from the perspective of two men, bisexual men, and then I'm gonna tell the exact same story from the perspective of a man and a woman in a sexy sort of way, and then I'm gonna tell the same story between a uh, man and a woman in a wholesome sort of way in a story that could be read by 13-year-olds and up. Uh, the, just wholesome, sweet stories. So proud of this. And the added benefit is that no matter who you are, if you read romance, you can find a story for you. Later on, I'm going to be doing it with also werewolf shifters. So you can look forward to that as well. But right now, it is uh, the story told between two men, two bisexual men between a man and a woman in a sexy way and then a wholesome way in a story that could be read by 13 year olds. But okay, that's a great premise, right? I mean, come on, that's a great premise. Uh, but what does that matter if the story isn't great? So what I wanna do is something different is I wanna read you the description of, it's gonna be the male, male romance. So this is what the book is about from the male, male romance perspective. It starts out uh, with Cage, who is one of the characters in the book. This is Cage. Cage, with NFL scouts watching my every move, the last thing I should be doing is thinking about Quentin Toro, my awkwardly sexy genius tutor who makes me think naughty thoughts. I might fantasize about everything about him at night, but I've worked too hard for too long to slip up now. But if it came down to having him or a career in the NFL, which would I choose? The answer should be obvious, right? then why can't I get the way he looks at me out of my mind? I might be in trouble. And then from Quinn's perspective, 
The problem with falling in love for the first time is that it makes you do crazy things like think you have a shot with the drop-dead gorgeous quarterback who is not only focused on going pro, but has a girlfriend. Is he the one who, but he is the one who insists we spend time together. That's gotta mean he likes me, doesn't it? Why can't I figure this out? And how is he going to feel when he learns how much trouble it comes with being with me? The only thing I can hope for is that we can figure out a way to be together. But could love overcome all of this? So that is the description of the male-male story. And as you can guess, if um, from the female male-female perspective, the story is slightly different. And from the wholesome perspective, the story is still slightly different. So if you'd like to check out any of these books, uh, there's a link in the description below. Right now it's available everywhere. Um, but if you were to get it from Teespring, you can use the coupon code HAPPYPRIDE and get 15% off either these stories or anything including like t-shirts, uh, masks, the, the sweatshirts, um, pillows, anything you want from the collection with the discount code HAPPYPRIDE, taking 15% off. So with that out of the way, let's get to what was actually kind of, <laughs> you know, hinted to in the story that there are complications that comes with bisexuals and that bisexuals are more complicated than other people. Are they? Are they more complicated? Before I kind of jump into that, I'm going to first um, ask the question, is being complicated inherently good or bad? Because, you know, part of it is when you hear that bisexual is more complicated, if you think you're bisexual, then it's like, oh, geez, another negative thing that you have to deal with. But is it actually a negative thing? So is being complicated more, is better or worse, like intrinsically? If you're a fridge and you're being opened, you probably don't want being opened to be complicated, right? You just want it to be very simple, just swing it open. You don't want to think about it. It should just be something that's automatic. So if a, opening a fridge were complicated, then that would be a bad thing. However, I love puzzles. I love puzzle games. It just engages my mind. It makes me feel alive when the, when the situation is just slightly too difficult and then it becomes easy and then I figure it out. I do rock climbing because I love solving the problems. So for me, complicated is actually better. Simple makes me bored. If I'm in a relationship and the person I'm with is, you know, relatively unchallenging, I will get bored and things will go sour. So I, for one, prefer certain things to be complicated. Now I want certain things to be easy and I want other things to be complicated. So I would say that being complicated isn't inherently bad. Some people like complicated, some people don't like complicated. And some people really dislike simple. So there's no inherently good or inherently bad with being complicated. So if you're a bisexual and you think you're complicated, okay, well, maybe you are, maybe you're not. However, it's not either a necessarily good thing or a necessarily bad thing that you are. Okay, so we've gotten that out of the way. The next thing um, I'm gonna ask is, what else is complicated in this world? Before we get to whether bisexuals are complicated, are there other things that are complicated in this world? In fact, there are. Driving is inherently complicated. If you think about it, there's steering, 
watching what's going on in front of you, making sure no one's doing any bad movements, slamming on the brakes, swerving in front of you. Uh, you're hitting the gas and the pedal if you're driving a stick shift. You gotta work both of the pedals with, with your feet. Like driving, if you think about it, is an extremely complicated thing that engages every part of you, right? You know what else is complicated? Walking. Walking is complicated. We don't think about how complicated it is now, but uh, they're trying to make robots walk. And it's taken them years, if not decades, to work this out. Because there's weight distribution and, um, and you have to kind of like balance them on to two feet when you're doing it that way. And even just for us, like walking, we master, you know, pretty much after a couple of years of life. But even still, we're falling over. We're tripping on things. Like, it's not like it's not complicated. It's just that we work through it. And after a while, we stop thinking about it as being complicated because we've learned how to do it. We've kind of mastered the skill. So those are examples of other complicated things. And the question is, what turns these things from being as complicated as it is when we first start doing it to being not complicated anymore? At least we don't think of it that way. It's one thing. It's experience. When you drive enough times, it all becomes rote to you and you're in the car, you know, you don't even think about it anymore. Just turn the key and then reverse and you just, everything just becomes commonplace. Same thing with walking. After you've walked enough times, then there's not a big deal. If you run, like it's just the whole coordination of your legs and your body and all that stuff, it becomes nothing. So the key to uh, some, taking something from being complicated to not being complicated is experience. And everything tends to be complicated until it's not. And that's a key point. Everything tends to be complicated until it's not. So what would make us think that bisexuals or bisexuality is complicated? If we ourselves have just realized that we are bisexual, it could come with a wave of, ugh, why? Because now you have to navigate things so much differently. Like you have to figure out how to deal with people differently, like interact with them differently. And what happens if you're in a relationship with someone and then things turn and you know, uh, you know, you think you might, there's a possibility you might not be attracted to them anymore. You have like fluctuating uh, feelings towards certain genders. Why can't it just be simple? Why can't it just be you know, you're like this person you, and, and that's the way it is and you just continue liking that person and there's no other thoughts of other genders and stuff like that. So we might think that bisexuality is complicated um, because of these things. But what would turn like bisexuality, you think of your bisexuality as being complicated to not being complicated? Well, it's experience. Experience is what turns everything from complicated to not complicated. So... Uh, if you choose to do things like not think about it, then your bisexuality will, be, will remain complicated to you forever because it's the exact opposite of experience. It's ignoring it or not working to understand yourself and your bisexuality. If you don't do it, it'll be complicated for the rest of your life. Not mastering your bisexuality is what, or not having mastered yet, is what might make, might make you think 
that your bisexuality is complicated. And it's just as simple as that. <laughs> Figuring out how you deal with things, how you work with things, how you feel about you know, people in this situation, that situation, is what turns your bisexuality from being complicated to you to not being complicated to you until, until the way that you're looking at it as if it were a breeze. So that's how we can think of whether or not bisexuality is complicated to ourselves. But, and I think this is what a, a lot more of us fret with, is other people thinking our bisexuality is too complicated to deal with. And certainly there are people out there, I'm looking at you, gay community, that have a tendency to look at bisexuals and go, ah, oh, it's too complicated to deal with. And you know what? Maybe that's the case for that individual because there are people who choose not to drive. Like they have the option to learn how to drive. There's a situation in which it would be helpful for them to know how to drive. And they simply choose not to learn how to drive. And that is their choice. And that is their choice. Now, if they were to choose to engage with driving, would they be able to master it just like, like almost everyone else who has ever tried it? Probably. Um, but they don't see the inherent benefit of learning how to drive. The, the troubles of it does not outweigh or outweighs the benefit of it. So there are people out there who might go, who might think that bisexuality is complicated and they don't want to have to deal with people who are bisexual and that is their choice, just like it's people's choice not to learn how to drive. But the question is, why is it complicated to them? And they might think, if you're watching this video, if you're not bisexual and you're watching this video, you might be thinking, you know, uh, yeah, Alex, but you're not really, that's not really the point. The reason why bisexuality is important to me, I'm saying, as a person who is not bisexual thinking this, is that when you meet someone who's bisexual, and they say they're bisexual, or you're in a relationship with someone, and then they tell you they're bisexual, like, it could mean absolutely anything. Like, the variety of things that bisexuality, being bisexual means, is just so much. And then you have to figure out all the things with all the variations. Like anything could happen in your relationship after your partner comes out as bisexual. It's just such a complicated thing to work through all that. It's just, it's just too much. And you know what? I'm not going to deny the fact that when a person says they're bisexual, it can mean absolutely anything. It really could. People use bisexual, um, bisexual in so many different ways that... Uh, that you hearing that your partner is bisexual could mean absolutely anything. But here's the thing. If you drive a car, such a variety of things could happen to you when you get in that car. Like the variations on experiences you could have driving a car are immense. So you could be driving down the street and someone could stop suddenly. Uh, you could be driving down the street and someone could sideswipe you. Or someone could step out in front of your car or a meteorite can fall from the sky and crush you. So many things could happen. But here's the thing. They tend not to. There tends to be a certain set of things that have a possibility of happening when you're driving a car. And they tend to be limited in nature. Limited in scope. And the same is true when someone says to you that they are bisexual. Like, yes, it could mean absolutely anything. And your relationship could go in absolutely any direction from it. But the more likely scenario 
is a limited amount of things could happen. Just like with driving, although anything could happen, a limited amount of experiences are probably what's going to happen. When someone says that they're bisexual to you, it probably means a limited amount of things. So just like you can master a car and driving a car, you can master understanding bisexuality. Because there's a limited amount of things that it means when someone says bisexual. There's a limited amount of experience that you might you will have to deal with uh, because they're bisexual. So, yeah, you know what? Bisexuality could be complicated. But everything is complicated when you first start dealing with it. Do you remember when you went to high school for the first time and you had to deal with your schedule and you had to like get to English class at 2 p.m.? but then you had like lunches on different days. Do you remember how complicated that was? Do you remember how complicated it was on your first day of work? You didn't know who you had to talk to for the forms and, and where lunch was and, and whose desk was where and what did Kathy mean when she says this? Because it seems to be a common thing. It's a complicated thing. Like everything is complicated until it's not. So bisexuality is complicated. Relationships are complicated. Is bisexual bisexuality more complicated than other than other types of relationships? No, it's not. Because relationships are complicated. So yes, navigating a relationship for the first time is complicated. Navigating a relationship with a bisexual for the first time might be complicated, but it's not more complicated. It's the same level of complication and it's the same level of experience you need to master either one. So that's it. That's the answer to my question. And I hope if you are a person dating a bisexual and you're kind of thinking that maybe bisexuality is too complicated, I'm hoping this helps you. And um, I'm hoping that you are able to have a happy pride. And again, remember, if you are uh, interested in any of my books, uh, whether it be Serious Trouble, The Male-Male Romance, or My Tutor, The Sexy Male-Female Romance, or even The Wholesome Romance, um, Going Long, uh, you can get them in the link in the description below. But if you choose to get them from Teespring, you can get that plus anything else from the store for 15% off by using the uh, coupon code HAPPYPRIDE. Uh, if you like the video, please like and subscribe. I don't ever say that. Um, and I think it's probably, it's probably not good that I don't say that because this is still YouTube and, of course, podcasts. So uh, say, uh, liking, subscribing will help other people find this video and maybe make their lives less complicated. Until next time, stay cooler, my bisexual friends. Stay cooler. Bye. If you would like to support the podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, you can check out my bisexual romance audiobooks on iTunes, Audible, and Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can also check out my bisexual-themed socks and t-shirts on Teespring and Amazon by searching them for the company name Bisexual Real Talk. But the links for everything are in the description of this podcast. Please support the channel and check it out. Until next time, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.